0: and Welcome back again, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another episode of Tales of the 2%. I am the man the money, Mr. Wilson, coming to you live and direct. We are hoping you guys are having a great day, man. Remember, Tales of the 2% at cru media Group, podcast started email them at info at and show you everything get that podcast started to get it monetized getting place out there so crux media we are at the art, the crux the podcast of course man I can't do this by myself I got my guys in there with me, man go ahead and introduce the man the myth, the legend first foremost that guy Mr too creep for school what's going on Antoine?
1: What's going on? What's going on? Tales of the two percent. Let's get
0: it. There he is. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that gym glow on him. Let's go ahead and get him up in here next, my boy. The tap twin, the tap legend. America's favorite science teacher, ladies and gentlemen. Donnie Williams, what's going on, boy? What's
2: going on, two percent?
0: What up, baby? What up? Yeah, Donnie in here now. Hold on now. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta turn down we got a special guest up in the building once again he told me the next time he come in this piece i gotta play some tupac for his intro music let me see if we can get this queued up ladies and gentlemen special when this man steps up in the building um you know him you love him it is america's favorite assistant principal my guy the man Simply known as Max Smith. What up, McKenzie? What's going on, sir? What's going
3: on, 2%, man? Good yeah, he is,
0: yeah, yeah, there he is. There he is. is. Yeah. I heard him in the green room. He got me about my year year's membership Planet Fitness, bro. I'm telling you. Gotta go, gotta go, cop up. Yeah,
4: hey,
0: man, my fellas, how y'all doing today, man? How's your, how's your day going so far?
1: Hey, I know Come for on, me, boy. man, it's going pretty good, man. You know, getting it back over. Uh, from Thanksgiving break and, you know, it's time yeah. to turn up the heat a little bit more as we wind down this first semester. So, you know, as me and Matt was talking about, listen, that 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 close out for the first semester is something serious. Yeah. So we're
0: yeah, trying to get it's over that hump,
1: big. man, and make sure we lead by example.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don, now, how you, man?
5: Oh, man, holding strong, man. I'm blessed. Just like what Antoine said, man, Keep my my head above water. Uh, cause we're wrapping up the students are wrapping up their semester. I'm wrapping up mine too. I'm about to be finished with my uh fall semester
0: grad classes, man. So it's hey, crunch there Thompson it is. is exactly. yeah. Yeah. One semester closer to that master. Good stuff, Mac, How about you, sir?
3: Oh, I'm doing great, man. Uh, you know, taking taking everything one day at a time, taking it in stride. Um, <clears throat> closing out this first semester, trying to remind everybody. Uh, with myself starting with myself first so that we got to finish strong
2: finish strong
0: yeah 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 yeah, man as far as I am concerned I am I'm doing the doggone thing I pat myself on that real quick I feel like I could be doing better not gonna lie about that um like 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 everybody knows I'm the designated fat boy in the crew so all these folks with these master's degrees and these six pack abs in this group I need to get my life together so i promise i'll start over christmas break maybe after christmas sometime before new year's maybe before valentine i'm gonna get it started sometime around right there don't listen um anywho man welcome welcome to another episode of tales and of the- guys i'm so happy y'all are with us man remember uh to like subscribe five star rate and share wherever you are listening to us man uh and again if you want to tap into the conversation Make sure you follow us at Mr. TOTP on Twitter at Tales of the 2% on Instagram. Join the conversation in our Facebook group at Tales of the 2% Podcast. Make sure you spell that all out. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join. Uh, leave us at teacher's house, confessions, or email the show, man. Email us at totppodcast at gmail.com or call and leave a voicemail at 470-765-8688. Man, we would love to hear from you. now. If this is your first time tapping in, man. It's episode 21. Welcome. Make sure you go back and catch a few other episodes, see how crazy we have been this entire school year. But uh, for our first time listeners, man, we make sure that we set up the show just like a lesson plan. We got a warm up, we got our class announcements, uh, we have our learning objective, a phenomenon, guiding question, academic discussion. Plus, we got the data talk, to uh, the guided and independent practice that have been swapped for the teachers' professions. SEO moment before we get out. And then, of course, our ticket out the door, man. But uh we're going to bring back an interesting and one of my favorite, favorite, favorite warm-ups, man. Uh, we're going to play cards against humanity, the teacher first.
2: Uh, first and foremost, man. Anybody got any big holiday plans for beginning here? Holiday plans? You breaking the bank? Donnie, I
0: know you're about to buy breaking
2: DJs Man, look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, man, I ain't about to play out here with these retailers. <laughs> no, Not breaking the bank, but I, I certainly would say
3: Christmas is my favorite holiday. But Same. shout out to my wife. She she told the kids to make their Christmas list and then gave them a budget. So I was like, Ooh. shout out to you for that one.
4: Nah, yeah. uh,
3: real. I like that one. Told so, the kids what their budget oh, is. You, yeah. That was yeah, great. Yeah. I didn't even have to say nothing. All I had to do was just yeah. be like, hey, you heard what mama said? Like
0: yeah, yeah, That's right. That's right. That's that's the typical dad answer right there. Do what your mama said. <laughs> typical dad answer right there. I I I'm I'm foregoing Christmas. Yeah, I want to focus. I was took interest in Kwanzaa I'm gonna see what Quan's all about. Shift my focus towards that comedy. Okay. So I, yeah. Culture I yourself. That's, that's cool. what's up. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's what we're going to do, man. But uh, let's jump into this warm-up because I'm interested to hear these answers here, guys. This is going to be fun. And, guys, as always, to all of our listeners, you can use this warm-up with your friends. Use it in your classroom. Use it just to break the ice in the conversation. Have fun with it. Let's go ahead and get this started. All right, guys, here we are. We are playing Cards Against Humanity, the teacher's edition with a little bit of holiday spank opponent. So, first question, and again, guys, cards have been submitted. Just fill in the blank. Funniest answer, best answer, gets the point. Winner gets an extra candy cane in their mailbox from the cemetery. That's what's going to happen. All right, uh, special guest, uh, Mr. Mack, you are up first, sir. I want you to fill in this blank. Some kids at my school need to get blank for Christmas
2: books they can read.
0: Now, you talking about, like, lexile level? You just like some stuff at home.
3: I'm talking about books that have words in it that they can read.
2: (laughs) Simple and plain, Doc. No more, no
0: less. (laughs) Antoine, some kids at my school need to get blank for Christmas. They need to go
1: to an old school grandmama house. I'm talking about anybody born between the years of 1950 and 60. I'm talking about one of them grandmama houses where when you go over there, it's so hot, you don't know if she boiling crab legs or if the heat is yeah. on. I'm talking about yeah. one of them grandmamas that make you go outside and get your own switch. They need to step over into one of them grandmamas' yeah.
2: houses.
1: Yeah, Take to get some of that real down yeah, south. Yeah, yeah. Take get some, you know what I mean. That.
0: Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing like big mama house. Ain't nothing.
1: That's nothing it, big. brother. Nothing like real grandmama.
0: dot Daddy. Some of these kids need to get blank for
2: Christmas. Man, manners. <laughs> you say manners? Manners. These kids ain't got no manners.
0: <laughs> oh Seth. Hey man, if you ask me, some of these kids need to get saved for Christmas. That's exactly what they need. Jesus okay. need to come into their life they need to bow down and beg for gift. That's just me. Get on my soapbox, man. Let, next question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> this one might get us in trouble. Fill in this blank. Antoine, I'm going to you first. All Santa right. needs to bring some of my coworkers blank for Christmas.
2: Now nah, you know what? I got a good group of coworkers,
1: man. Santa need to bring some of my coworkers some money. They deserve it, man. We've
0: been working with the youth. Yeah, yes, We need yes. a more of a boss, man. <laughs> Got cool work coworkers. Yes, yes. We'll take that. Now, Mac, you're in charge of a whole school. Santa needs to bring some of my coworkers. What? For a blank for Christmas.
2: Mac, you're on mute. What you say, Mac? We didn't hear you. Oh. Can hey, you hear me now? Oh, yeah. yeah you in, in there country. now, Doc.
3: They need to be brought a growth mindset for Christmas, man. It's not Ooh. that
0: bad. It's not that bad. I promise. It's not, don't be afraid of the growth mindset. Don't be afraid of the growth mindset. That's, 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 a, big, that's a big one. They might need to sell that on discount this year. Donnie, Santa needs to bring some of my coworkers blank for Christmas.
5: Man, I'm in the same boat as Antoine, man. I work with a great group of gals. So for uh, Christmas, Santa needs to bring them year-long jean passes. They the best.
2: Yeah, yeah, good stuff, this stuff. Y'all yeah, are so, y'all so
0: fortunate. I get such company. Santa needs to drink some of my coworkers. Um, what's the word? Politically correctly. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with you, Mac. Let's go growth mindset. I think that covers everything. What I was about to say. Growth mindset for everybody. Growth mindset for you. You get growth mindset. You get growth mindset. You get growth mindset. Everybody gets growth mindset. All right, man. Let's jump out of the warm-up with this final question. Last question. They better have blank at the faculty holiday Christmas party this year. They better have blank at the faculty holiday Christmas party this year. Donnie. They better have blank at the faculty or holiday Christmas party. What's that?
2: Uh,
5: Name tags next to who's, you know who made what? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I>, identify yourself. Always <laughs> so, oh,
0: you, you that one pan of
2: mac and cheese. <laughs> Green bean casserole.
1: Ooh, ooh, we're like,
0: okay, look okay. Antoine, they better have blank at the faculty holiday Christmas party this year.
1: Hey, I need some sweet tea, man. Really? I want some sweet tea, man. Yeah. yeah True yeah.
0: Southerner.
1: I think I think that's gonna set it off. That real sweet tea. That's what we need. Some sweet tea.
0: Sweet tea at the faculty holiday Christmas parties. Matt, I'm know, I know you got the plan one. These teachers are gonna be in the uproar. They better have blank at the faculty holiday Christmas party this year.
3: They better have. Them Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets on the plow.
2: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Necessary. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Roger. Oh, I had some tenders last night. So Wait, never lied on that one. Oh, they better have... What do they better have in the faculty? They better have my Christmas bonus at the faculty holiday Christmas party. This year. That... And sanitizer and masks, because some of them still nasty. COVID is real. <laughs> That's it. That's <sighs> it for me, Brad. Uh, Fellas, appreciate y'all tapping again in for the warm-up, man. Teachers just holiday a little bit for everybody, man. Donnie, no announcements today, man. So go ahead and give us our learning objective and our phenomenon for today.
5: Okay. Um... Actually hold on real uh, right quick, Jeff. Actually, we do have one real quick announcement. Clayton County Public Schools, Clayton County Public Schools will be closed Tuesday, December 6th for runoff elections. Clayton County Public Schools and offices will resume normal operating hours on Wednesday, December seventh.
0: Thank thank you for reminding me about that, Donnie. Ladies and gentlemen, there's still work to be done. Get out and vote.
5: Oh yeah. Um, learning objective to compare and contrast the similarities and differences of education free and post pandemic this week's phenomenon is post pandemic teaching
0: there it is man now this is actually a topic that kind of came up in discussion on the last episode and we was like man we got a show on this one mac i'm actually glad you're in here for this one kind of give us the admin perspective on this um so we're gonna just start with this overall guiding question and i'm gonna kick it out to uh everybody man so um let's go Matt, you can actually jump in first on this man how has education changed pre and post pandemic
2: i'll say uh i'm I'm gonna take a little unpopular opinion here um
3: i'll say it has changed a lot but i'll also say it hasn't changed as much as people want to think it has uh and the reason I say that is because education goes through ebbs and flows all the time. That's true. Um now we have not had this large amount of learning loss to occur at the same time across all demographics, you know, yeah. in our history, like in our current yeah. generational history. Uh but with that being said. Since it has affected everyone, that kind of relevels the playing field a little bit, if that makes sense. I know it does. Um, I
4: know. Yeah.
3: So I'll say, at least from my perspective, um, I'll say it has changed, but it hasn't changed as much, especially not the current school year that we have. now, mm-hmm. if we're talking that 21 22 school year mm-hmm. where we were like remote trying to figure yeah. it out uh yeah. you know throw lunches at them as they drive down the street type deal <laughs> that was a different year but yeah. like where we are now uh yeah i say
5: it hasn't changed as much as we think
0: uh Donnie, what about you man what you think
5: uh i kind of agree with uh mr mckenzie there've definitely been its uh highs and lows uh more than anything when i talk with a lot of people i tell them that probably, and I hate to word it this way, but one advantage or one good thing that came out of the pandemic was that there was one, a uh, a need to expedite things that we were capable of all along, all along making mm-hmm. students one-to-one, increasing the co- uh, quality of virtual education for students who might be hospital homebound or HED. So there was definitely a push and an increase in quality of uh, virtual learning for those scholars who needed it um all along uh, post pandemic uh the new normal i think for everyone building wise is just trying to find that balance between virtual and you know getting back to doing things hands-on and i think everyone has been forced to reflect on truly what skills are necessary for these you know children to be successful you know once they leave um more than anything I know in my school we have uh days where we're encouraged you know <clears throat> to just close the chromebooks and provide them an opportunity to uh get their hands dirty with whatever it is you know if it's ela class you know sometimes you know you know we try to I think everyone's been doing has mm-hmm. been doing uh techless Tuesdays trying to encourage them to do uh you know write or you mm-hmm. know my principal is even going as far as like you know have your lessons outside sometimes you know if you, you're teaching on uh soil take them outside conduct the lesson outside so you know um really a huge push to have the students to get back connected with each other and connected with being outside since they were uh sequestered everybody was sequestered for so long for so long.
0: right 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 anton what about you man <clears throat> uh
2: you know what Uh um... Something that I've heard, and I'm starting to really
1: see it now, if, if a person doesn't know the real use of an object, abuse mm-hmm. will occur. If a person uh-huh. doesn't know the real use of an object, they will abuse it because they don't know its true functionality. Mm-hmm. My case in point right now is technology is not an enemy to us, it's actually a tool, but because our students did not know how to properly use this tool during the pandemic. It was just a um, a swap out, so to speak, or something that was in place of the teacher. Then our students have learned to use this technology, but in a way that is not conducive to their learning. Uh-huh. And so this large learning loss that Mac has talked about, it really shouldn't have occurred because, remember, the Internet is the place where you can learn anything. But right. because the technique wasn't properly
0: taught to our students, they took it and they turned it into something else. And now they abuse it. That's that's actually brought up. Everybody's brought up some very important points, man. The abuse of technology. Yep. Boom, the, boom. The, the learning loss. And then, man, you talked about that, the leveling of that playing field. Like, I don't think anybody's ever really looked at these changes as in, in that direction. Because we always talk about the loss. We always talk about what's not happening, what's not going on. But very rarely do we really pay attention that everybody, it happened to everybody. It's happening to everybody. And the people who are quicker to adapt to change are the ones that are getting ahead right now. The people who know how to use that technology and not abuse it. Uh, for me, man, I think how education has changed, I don't, I don't think so much the educational system has changed as much as much as the people within the system, which um, brings me to my next question, man. And um, Antoine, I'm gonna kick this back to you. And then guys, at any time, if you've got something to say, feel free to jump in at any time. Has the role of the black male educator changed during the pandemic? Um, Has it
4: changed
1: during the pandemic or post-pandemic? Um, let's go post pandemic. Let's go during then post um, I'll definitely say the role of the black man changed drastically post pandemic because number one, if we are two percent of of representation of what our our children see, then when we were in the pandemic phase and some kids were not getting on actively to see and be connected to a black man, then mm-hmm. they missed out on having that that camaraderie, that that relationship. You know, seeing somebody that looks like them who a lot of these homes are fatherless. A lot of these homes are victims of, you know, domestic violence and, you know, they may see a negative representation of a, of an African-American male. So the role has increased tremendously for a black man to be in front of them instead of behind a screen during the pandemic
0: and uh, technology learning. That's true. Don, same question, man.
5: Oh, yeah. I feel like our value has gone up that much more because, as Antoine previously stated, if, if you weren't there, if you weren't engaged, then you were missing out on it. You are missing out on those
2: opportunities to cultivate rapport, um, like Antoine stated, that someone that looks like you, um, to
5: give you an opportunity to see a black man that isn't uh, a rapper or a professional athlete, you know someone that you can have those um first you know hand point of view conversations with so yeah i feel like now more than ever post pandemic what we do and what we say matters
0: true especially, you, again,
5: especially especially now that we're back in the building and we get to see
0: them daily yeah Ooh. Matt, I want to switch the question real quick for you, man. Um, now, uh, I want to ask you this because again, I I love having principals come on here and talk every now and again. So, do you think are our black men put in the classroom for their ability to teach and their ability to interact, or are they? Do you think they're hired more so to be a steadying hand in these times change? Um. Well, I
2: think. I think the answer to that
3: is going to be largely dependent on the principal that's hiring that teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because the way schools work, it's a very subjective process. Uh, But with that being said, anytime a male teacher is hired, um, there's a certain skill set that's
2: expected. So Mm -hmm. if if you hire a black man, you're expecting him to sort of, Beef up
3: the black man presence in your school. You're expecting that person to be more than just a classroom teacher, connections teacher, a paraprofessional. It doesn't matter. If he's hired as a position that's on the educational side of the staff, then you're expecting him to do more than whatever you hired him. Um and I I want to say that. And then I want to make one other comment um, about the pandemic and how it affected us. Another thing that I don't think people thought about the pandemic highlighted how little value and how large the disconnect the general public had for education, Mm. the the pandemic. I think that's why the learning loss was so pervasive because people essentially before the pandemic, there was a lullaby where the public was allowed to believe that all the educational services, all the educational opportunities happen at school, like physically mm-hmm. in that building. Yeah. And then once they come home, yeah. they're ready to, you know, apply the education. But we all know as educators, yeah. that that's not how edu- teaching and learning just don't work like. Um, it's, it's a cycle that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pandemic. Forced yeah. everyone to say out loud with their actions. Nobody's really said it with their mind. They didn't verbalize. It. But with their actions, with the lack of teaching your child virtually, with the lack of adapting to the new tools like Antoine said and learning how to use them more effectively, just by you resisting as a family to honestly go all in and educate your child,
4: mm-hmm.
3: show how disconnected you were how disconnected yeah. and how little right. value you placed on what education does for your child. Uh, right. And I, I know that personally because I mean, I have two children myself, and my children fortunately did not uh, experience the same learning loss. Um, A, because I'm an educator, obviously, but B, because we actually rearranged our entire lives and days for the purpose of educating our children. Like, last thing I'll say. Example, like, I taught my children all specials. I taught them science, social studies, and all of their specials class. So, like, I rearranged Mm -hmm. my day to teach two different children at two different grade levels and developmental places in life. Mm -hmm. All those subjects. And then I also was their secondary teacher for mathematics as well. So, my wife, you know, basically taught reading ELA. I taught other portions of the subject. But then we had to educate the whole child. So I'm out doing physical education in the world. We're out doing art in the world. I had to teach myself how to draw with perspective. To teach my children how to draw with perspective.
2: Right. But now, how many parents did did not do any of that?
0: You know. Man. Wait, wait. First and foremost, a round of applause for you because that, that is major right there. It's it is quite obvious now the the how whether or not parents poured into their kids then because it is it's just evident and I think it's, it's it's I'm gonna say it's mind-boggling but it's almost just hurtful to me as a teacher that the amount of parents that didn't give their kids what they needed at home and I know for some parents it might have been because they were working it might have been because they had second or third jobs all those other type of stuff but just Taking something as as small as maybe 20, 30 minutes just to really focus on the needed educational requirements could have put the kids so far ahead. Instead, we're dealing with so much right now. And that actually brings me to another question that I want to ask real quick, man. So anybody, feel free to jump in on this one, man. So what has changed more since we'll go pre and post pandemic, uh, pre and post pandemic? What has changed more? school system the teachers students or the parent
2: which one of those has changed hey i'll
1: jump in right here um the parents Yeah, uh, for me for me from, from what i see um I, I think everybody might be experiencing this i know uh jeff and uh donnie y'all experienced this in clayton county um there are no more paper there are no more paper report cards no, 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 no. Um, and as much as that. we really believe that a lot of these parents are savvy, man, they're not. They're not. Checking your Instagram is way different from checking your kids' grades. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. It, yes. it, it's, it's different. And, I, and I'm and i not saying it's harder. I'm just saying it's different. And so the accountability is more on the kids now. The parents mm-hmm. really are, man, it, They're you know, they they've changed in the fact that they're not in a loop as much as I think they used to be because they yeah. believe what the kids tell them. Yeah. You know, boy, the, boy you, yeah, yeah. you on that, one. Yeah, that That's the one right there, man. For me, yeah. it's the parents. I uh you know what?
5: I kind of agree with you, uh, Antoine, because you know, not to sidetrack, but you know, you'd be surprised how many conferences I've had. And at the conference, the parent is asking me, um, or the parent is telling me uh well, you know, I logged into Canvas and I can't see their average. And having to break that down and explain that to them, well, ma'am, that's a completely different platform for viewing their averages. You can look at their assignments on Canvas, but you want to go to Infinite Campus to look at their grades. And it's like the amount of time that we have to allocate in just a conference just to talk about the platforms, let alone behavior and whatever else is going on. But, you know, just talking about the different um platforms that we use and then on top of that the fact that um we utilize so many um e- um electronic platforms to do activities so them, it's it's it a lot of times you can tell it's quite confusing for the parent
0: mm. very
2: okay it's very-
0: I,
5: I i don't disagree with
3: anything you guys said. uh I chose a different population who I think changed more. Um, I, think the parents, I think the parents aren't as savvy as we might think they are. Uh, but I, I think that's more of a lack of motivation, to be honest. I think mm-hmm. if they were honestly motivated as they are to check their Instagram status and to make sure they're caught up with the latest updates, I think mm-hmm. they would find the same motivation to navigate Infinite Campus. Uh, The group that I think has changed the most, and obviously I'm an administrator, so that's probably why I think this, but I think it's the teacher. Mm.
1: Uh, (laughs) Talk your
3: talk. I think the teachers have changed the most. And the reason I say that is because it's hard to remember. But if you remember pre-pandemic, teachers saw obstacles, teachers saw impediments to learning Mm -hmm. as challenges as i'm going to find a way to make sure you know the parents know how to do this so the students know how to do that right the pandemic the the way we switched to teaching during the pandemic where we put up content allowed students to you know interact with that content whether it was synchronous or asynchronous um and then we just basically put in a grade and move forward Teachers still want to teach that way now and and students are back in the building. Um, So Uh, teachers as a, as a general, not specific, because you still have great teachers. So let me, let me be very clear about that. If you were a good (laughs) teacher, you were probably one of those teachers who were doing, you know, a little bit too much during the pandemic because you knew that you had to do more than what you were asked to do to get the message across. However, The teachers have changed. Like now, now, if I can't blame it on pandemic, uh, if I can't blame it on the learning loss during the pandemic, then I want to blame it on the lack of technology. Uh, And, you know, I've been teaching 20 years. So I've been teaching before it was ever one to one was a concept. But, you know, now if Johnny don't got his laptop, like I'm done. Like, I don't even know what to do with him. I just, you know, it's a wrap. It's true. It is actually very true, man. I, I just want to drop him off at the front office and, with a note that says, you know, his laptop broke. So what y'all want me to do? Like, and so right. I think the pandemic gave us as public educators a very large crutch that a lot of us are still hobbling around.
2: Ooh. That's, hey, if you don't look directly right. into the, deep, the camera, deep. It, If you don't
1: look directly into the camera, people won't know he talking to you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey, I'm looking. off. I'm all in the sky with
1: it. I'm all in the sky with it. I I, don't even know who
2: talking, man. He got me on.
0: on. The one one he got me on is when they called me out, man. Yeah, no, look. The one he got me on was a kid with a broken laptop because we've become so... Relying on the computers and the laptops that we forget oftentimes, same thing yeah. as in the tech. But we all forget that we have taught these lessons before without the right. computer. Without and it's it. like I'm without so used it. to using this now. It's like if you don't have this, it's almost like you can't learn nowadays. Right. Brother you know, right, hit, right, hit me in the stomach right there, son. You got down on that one. Yeah, it's woo, certainly man. the teachers I
3: see who who are really good teachers. Um and Oftentimes, we're talking about things and they're telling me, you know, the device doesn't work or the software isn't working. And then I remind them that they are the single most important factor in a child's life. Like, we got research that backs this up. We know this, right? You and your belief in the student you're teaching, in the present moment you're teaching that student is the single most important factor in that child's life. But if you forget that or if you choose to ignore that then you, you take away all your power you give all
2: your power to a machine that is designed to have defects at some point sorry
0: yeah. I, I might have to go back in and edit in the bomb exploding right there <laughs> the life,
2: nah, boy.
0: DJ Clue on us boy <laughs> son I'm going to have to get uh, Funk Flex Bombs in here or something yeah. like I, I certainly real. was about to die. I certainly was about to come back in here and say something about the students, but now I'm like, shoot, do I need to let me sweep around my own porch first? Oh, man, go, go with the students, guy, because everybody's changed. Like, no, no look, I, I agree. Really, yeah, see, I I think the students have changed the most, not in a bad way, but those two years at home, I think, did something. It it did it did uh put up the learning loss learning loss is the biggest thing but it also made a lot of students aware of kind of kind of aware of themselves
2: when Mm -hmm. they realize
0: they can get away with certain things and their parent not know like i think unfortunately one of the biggest disservices that we really did was making a lot of things electronic because the parents don't know. And these kids are more quick to go online, check YouTube. Let me text my friend. How do I do this? How do I do that? And use that same energy to get out of a lot of things. Like, like you said, with the kids with the broken laptops, you'd be surprised how many kids just leave their laptops at home on purpose because they know Mm. that most of their work is there. And if I don't bring my laptop, hey, I ain't got to do no work. I got a free day almost. Mm. Um, it was even one kid in my class. They found a screensaver or something that made their computer look like it was broken. And yep. it actually took me about a day to, to catch on to this because I would see I would see it. they like, yo, my computer's broke. I need to go to technician. Yo, my computer's broke. I need to go to technician. And it really took me a It it took me catching the kid in the act to really realize that what was uh that they were doing that. So I think the student has changed the most because they, the, these kids, these, these internet babies who have had nothing but technology in their face. Now, like Antoine said a few minutes ago, they know how to use and almost abuse it to find the, the, the creases and, and, and the little cuts to kind of get out of certain things. Yeah. So I think with that being said, man, we gotta, there's a lot we gotta focus on. There's a lot that has changed um this this new normal that we live in man post pandemic it's gonna be it's not impossible but it's gonna take work and I think that's the biggest thing we wanna we wanna just dis- discuss right now guys that we're putting out there for our listeners man it's different for those of y'all in education I hope you I, I can feel you shaking and nodding your heads right now it's different but it still is possible man so let's get out of here on the academic discussion uh let's get out here on this one question man um what is the best way to navigate these changes? What is the best way to navigate these changes? Now that we have the new normal, now that we know about the COVID learning loss, now that we know the direction everything is moving in, man, we've got a choice to make. And it's how do we as black we as teachers navigate these things better? And um, Mac, I know you about to drop something heavy, so I'm gonna come to you last. Donnie, I'm gonna come to you first. Donnie, Antoine, okay. and Mac.
5: Um supply information to the masses and remain flexible um because i was thinking as mr mckenzie was uh talking how when all of these things happen and how everything happened quickly um if you think that everything happened like literally no exaggeration happened overnight and boom there you go we were virtual for the rest of the year year. and then the year after that
2: we were completely virtual there wasn't enough time for everyone to receive enough
5: <laughs> training or professional development on how to do this thing yeah. proficiently. And I, when I say everyone, I, meant, I mean everyone across the board, teachers, students, and parents. That's why we, you know, uh, a lot of us struggle. And, you know, I was also thinking about, um, for the most part, we talked about how the students have adapted And they've been able to pull one over on their parents. And, you know, I was thinking about how, um, you know, like I stated with the whole thing with IC and and Canvas, like they just didn't know. So, you know, I would talk to a parent and a parent would tell me, you know, hey, Mr. Williams, I see my son is failing. But, you know, I'm looking over his shoulder right now. He's turned in this assignment that you gave him, you know, a failing grade on, not knowing that the kid can upload whatever they want to but not knowing that you have to click on the assignment to see what they've submitted. So just supplying information out there. And I know there are actually some people um, I know my school worked with their parent liaison to uh, during that time to hold like some virtual meetings to provide like some modules or what have you on uh, giving parents information on how to work canvas and work IC. So just provide information and, you know, like, Everyone has stated just remain flexible not to use technology as a crutch that we're supposed to assist us. You know, one of the greatest attributes that we can have as a teacher is for us to remain flexible. Because anyone, you know, people who can't adapt, people who can't tend to perish. You know, I've been teaching my kids about natural selection. People who are better organisms that are better adapted to survive in that environment thrive. Those who don't adapt die.
1: Go mm. no true, bro. Go no true. Hey, I would say this, uh Lewis checking in. You know what? Uh that pencil and paper will never go out of style. That Ooh, pencil come and paper on, bro. will never go out of style. And um, I like what Donnie said earlier in the show was you know, sometimes their school goes to a techless Tuesdays, um, where hey, listen, technology is not permitted on these days, and so. There are times where I tell my students, hey, type this. And then there's times where I say, hey, listen, get in that notebook and write this down. Because I think there's a better connection to your brain and learning with writing. So we definitely got to give a, a a great balance between the two because the writing will never go out of style.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll be I'll be honest, man. I'm I'm about to adopt tech with Tuesdays. Man. I got a stack of textbooks in my room right now. Talk yes, to right. talk bro that That's that dope. like literally bro that that I'm the wheels are turning right now on that man for me I think the best way to navigate these changes is flexibility but also trust your own ability trust your own thinking trust your own way of operating in the classroom you're there for a reason you've got the degree you you've done all the PDs you you got the masters you got the specialty you got all the accreditation to your name and a lot of times in those classes, a lot of us, we learned before they had the computers. Like, not all of our PDs, not all of our master's classes were us just sitting in front of a computer typing. Like, we got in those books, we wrote, we did activities, we got our hands dirty. Don't be afraid to get up and get your hands dirty. I think, I think like, uh, going back to what Max said, the pandemic almost has made teachers lazy just a little bit. Now, I admit, I've I've had my lazy days where I've just been like, hey, the assignment's on Canvas, go do that. But we got to get back to, for lack of a better word, we got to get back to teaching. We got to understand that, like Antoine said, writing never goes out of style. Teaching never goes out of style. Giving the lesson, the notes, and then be like, all right, close your books, let's do this, that, and the third. It never goes out of style. The most times that my students are most engaged often are when the computers are closed. I've realized that now. That's that's just that's just my take on it, Mac. All right, Mac. Go ahead, drop it on us, man. Uh, what I would say,
3: what you guys said actually uh, is a great segue to what I was thinking. Um what I would say is remember and amplify who you are. Ooh. Like remember that you are the teacher, like you just said, for for a specific reason and believe in that. Um, remember that those students didn't just like wander into your classroom. They were selected to come into your classroom. And I would say, you know, the last thing I would say, because I think, you know, for us, we control ourselves like supremely. So I I would tell everybody to take control of that which you control, which is you, and amplify that as an educator. Amplify who you are. If you if you like to get up and get work done early, get it done early. If you like to stay up late at night to get your work done, stay up and get it done, but get it done. Um, yeah.
2: And once you're doing that, allow people to the work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's once, real. That's real, man. Once you're putting in, the work you don't allow you to be who you're supposed to be and you're holding those students accountable mm. and like but you got to be holding yourself accountable first
4: yeah yeah amplify. so just
2: remember who you are. yeah
4: so
0: remember amplify evolve trust your own skills we're gonna be all right man tells of the two percent we're gonna be all right over in this piece man teachers everywhere ladies and gents y'all are gonna be all right. Promise you that, man. Wonderful academic discussion, guys. Great job. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us, guys. Before we jump into the next segment, man, remember the next, uh, remember the 2% is brought to you by the good folks over at Unfiltered Hoodie Season, man. Make sure you go to Unfiltered Forever for the new tees, tech suits, and those unfiltered hoodies that are flying off shelves now. Make sure you join the exclusive mailing list to be a part of a, of, of the club that gets previews to the new lines before they even drop, man. Go ahead and check out unfilteredforever.com for your wardrobe needs and use the promo code TAILS, T-A-L-E-S, at checkout for 15% off of your uh, order. Remember, unfiltered, there is a science to being you. Antoine, one thing that has not changed pre-nor post-pandemic is a teacher's silence confession. My brother, if you will, The Teacher's
1: Lounge Confessions. All right, man, y'all get on in here. Get on in here. Please make sure you clean up after yourself when you put that plate in the microwave. All right, here we go. We are now in the Teacher's Lounge.
2: So we got
1: an anonymous letter from a teacher. Uh, I think this teacher is from Colorado. This is what the Teacher's Lounge Confessions uh, letter contained. It says, during a parent-teacher conference, a mother insisted I shouldn't have taken points off her daughter's English paper for calling her subject Henry 8 instead of Henry the... You know I teach language. I don't know what all them little squiggly lines look like tonight. We have only regular numbers on our keyboards, she explained. No Roman numerals. Whoa, that's deep. So my question to the group is, give me a time when a parent or teacher conference left you laughing or shaking your head tremendously. Jeff, I'm going to throw it right to you, Doc. When was there a time when you had a, a just a wild, wild parent-teacher
0: conference? Dude, first and foremost, where do I start? I'm not going to give one in particular, but the parent-teacher conferences that always make me laugh be when the parent get on the phone, uh, get on a Zoom call, and they be in the car, and they be hidden somewhere. And I promise you, this parent one time put us on mute so they could order some nami. And we're just sitting in, we sitting in the conference like, what is the point of this? Like, like, really? like she could at least brought up some fries or something like that. And she got off the thing like we really didn't just see her pull the drive in order to food. It was like, okay, Con- conference. Right? And it's gonna be those one conferences where you really realize where the kid get it from, where the parent, where the kid acts just like the parent, or the parent acts just like the kid. Like, okay, fine. All right, all right.
2: I got you, Donnie. Take it away, dog. Crazy time.
1: Crazy moment. Parent-teacher conference. Man. So
5: long story short, I just got to work. I was a few minutes behind and I forgot that my team is scheduled a conference. And I'm wondering where everybody's at. And I peek in the door. I see they had a conference, me being me. I try to move my head back out the door. So I don't have to go to the conference thinking I'm all good. But my co-workers being funny and petty like they are. They say, let me go get the science teacher. He just got here. So they pulled me into the conference and I'm sitting down. And lo and behold, not only is the mom going in on the student we're having a conference for, like two or three minutes into the conference, I looked down at the desk that we're at for the conference and noticed that the mom pulled out a belt and had the belt on the table while we were at the conference.
2: I'm
1: like, <laughs> nice. She my, all mandated yeah, recording.
5: Nice, nice, nice. Y'all brought me here for this.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, man, hey Mac, what you got for us, Doc?
5: <laughs> oh Uh, without trying to get too
3: specific, uh, the conferences that trip me out the most are the ones that go way left. Like, oh yeah, we're talking about one thing. And then the parent just brings up something completely out of the uh, ordinary. Real conference this school year, uh, I'm talking with a parent about her her student's behavior. Actually, her student wasn't even really misbehaving, which I thought was odd that she wanted to have a conference about their behavior when they weren't really misbehaving. But five, 10 minutes into the conference, parent yells out, well, you know, I've never cooked vegetables before a day in my life. And I'm like, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that has to do with anything and she was like well you know my son's a little overweight because you know I don't cook vegetables and so I remind the parent that she's in control of that I say hey you know you could actually just cook vegetables if that's how you feel and she was like well you know nobody ever said that to me and I was just like you know what
2: We've had a great
3: conference. Uh, have a great day. If you need anything <laughs> yeah. else, please call us and let us know. <laughs>
4: but um,
3: when the conference man. just goes left, like out of nowhere, <laughs> ladies are like, yeah, I never cook vegetables. I'm like, <laughs> I-, I don't know. We weren't even talking about food
2: or cooking. <laughs> yeah, that was on her heart. That was on her <laughs> mind. I'll give you mine, man. Uh, similar to Donnie. Plate.
1: Man, I was at a conference one time, and, uh, you know, we telling the parent, the dad was in there, and uh, he just subtly gets up in the middle of the conference. He says, all right, man, come on. He he does his head, nudges it to the – where's the bathroom? The boy gets up. I know he went in there and and, and did what he had to do on that boy behind. And when he came back, uh, I sat there and act like, okay, let's continue. (laughs) (laughs) But my man went in the bathroom, did what he had to do for his boy, and we and we continued the conference. That I was just like, oh okay, mm, okay, this might be ah right, right. yeah, this different, this different, right?
3: That's that middle school life right
1: there. Yeah, hey, there yeah. you have it, y'all. Yeah. There you have it. Yep. All right, man. Hey, that's gonna wrap it up for the teachers' lounge. It is not for basket. the
2: faintest. <laughs> <part. laughs>
4: hey,
0: Appreciate it, Antoine. I want to throw in an honorable mention because I just, I just thought about it real quick. I had a conference with a mom, and she said she wants to start visiting her daughter in class, see you know, how she's doing. We said, okay, that's fine. And start after Thanksgiving break. You said after Thanksgiving break, right? I want you to know for the next three days, this woman was in this class, and we kept looking like, I know we said start after Thanksgiving break. Like, she just coming here to hang out. Like, she ain't got nothing to do with the crib go home. Next three to four days, this woman is just in class. Like, hey, I'm just going to sit here. Then That's what parent conference. is. At I'm that point, sure you just her
5: textbook too.
0: <laughs> Techless Tuesday should have started right there. Right there. Oh, man. Hey, man. Appreciate the teacher's lounge confession as always. Antoine. My boy, Najee is not here today, man. He's out jet-setting. Doing what he do for his birthday, man. So we're going to jump into data dig real quick, man. If y'all listen up, let's get these numbers in here, man. As Nazi would like to say, it's data time. In an article from census.gov on digital learning during the pandemic, you find these numbers. Nearly 93% of households with school aged children reported their children engaged in some form of distance learning at home, but lower households were less likely to rely on online online resources. From May 28th to June 2nd, when, school, when many school districts across the country normally in session, 80% of, living, uh, of people living with children distance with their children were using online resources. About 20% were using paper materials sent home by schools. Patterns of digital inequality can be attributed to socioeconomic differences in the use of online resources. Inequality in access to computers and the internet has been widely documented. Lower-income households are less likely than higher-income ones to have internet access and computer availability. In addition to the disparities in access, low-income households have many lower levels of internet efficiency, competing priorities, and in ordinary times, children attend schools that are not well-equipped equi- to provide online instruction. So, Fellas, question for our data day. Huh? For our data dig. Will the school system ever recover from what is now known as COVID learning loss? Will the school system ever recover from what is now known as COVID learning loss? Um, and I'm gonna I'm go ahead and jump in there first, man. I, I think the school system can recover, but we won't see the results of that possibly until years down the line. Cause I think it's it's it playing playing catch up is hard, especially in the educational system. Um reteaching a lot of things kind of does push the schedule back. And I'm not one thing on pace with anything. I believe in mastering a subject first before you move on to something. But with so much to go back over you really won't know. And I don't think any state test or, or state mandated anything is really going to show us whether or not that gap has closed or has changed until like almost 10 years from now, in my, in my personal opinion.
1: I'm going to jump in there and say, um, yeah, uh, there's going to definitely have to be a shift of this group of kids that, you know, uh, grew up in that pandemic phase, you know, I always make this uh, comment. I call our students pandemic mm-hmm. babies," you know, because they were the ones who really had to really endure, yeah. uh, you know, the learning loss and being home and not being able to be around, you know, anybody socially for, for you know, a, a large amount of time. So we'll see a shift, but it's definitely going to take about, you know, another five to six years when that group has left out and this new group is coming in.
2: Um, I think I agree with you, uh Antoine. I don't I don't think oh, okay. Now go can ahead. I hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead.
3: Okay. Uh I think I think we're just going to have to adapt
2: to this
1: new norm. Yeah. I don't
3: I don't think there's going to be I think the learning loss is just the new We're going to have to accept that that's the new way until we get enough of these students like Antoine said filtered through. And it's not seen as a loss anymore. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's until the babies who were literally just born during the pandemic or shortly after the pandemic, until those babies get in school. So
2: I think, we, I think we're yeah. all going to just have to adjust. Mm. Good word. Good word. To yes, keep sir. from just repeating right, what
5: you all have stated, <clears throat> I'm just going to say I agree. I agree with Mr. Smith and I agree with Antoine wholeheartedly about it taking time, uh, allowing the, that wave of students, you know, the opportunity to go through and just
2: accepting it as a difference in ability versus versus a loss. So, yeah, I agree.
0: All right, good stuff, fellas. Great day to dig, man. Appreciate you shedding some light. It's much-needed information about this COVID learning loss. And, again, to all of our teachers listening out right now, we know that you're dealing with it. Know that change can and is going to come. And what you're doing does matter. Just keep plugging along, man. Uh, I remember what somebody said. Faith makes it easy. I mean, faith makes it possible, not easy. So it's possible. It wasn't supposed to be easy. But that is a good segue into our SEL moment for the day, guys. You know, we always got to give you a word before we get out of here. A word of motivation. We do it for our kids. But we oftentimes forget to do it for ourselves, man. So let's go ahead with a quick SEL moment. Going. all right man so i when we, when we do these seo moments man i don't want you to think that i'm ever just trying to stand up on a soapbox or anything like that but i've realized that as teachers we often don't pour enough into ourselves we often don't take the time to stop take a breath and really just see what's going on with ourselves so the title of our SEO moment for today, man, is The title of our
2: SEL moment for
0: today is Words Have Power. Words have power. This is a conversation we often had to tell our students. This is a conversation we often have to tell other people. But I don't think we ever really take it into consideration how much power our words have. Uh, I'm, a good, I'm, I'm a good Bible-believing uh, person. I read my word a lot. And in the word, it says that words do not return to you void. Whether you're playing, whether you're joking around, when you speak it, it gives it life. And then when something is alive, it lives or it, it fulfills its purpose and then comes back. So if you're constantly saying, hey, this is terrible. I can't believe this. These kids are rough class is crazy I can't work here I can't do this you're only speaking life to your problems you're only speaking life to your struggles you're only speaking life to your situation uh, to your um, to your storm I remember this one um analogy that I read and I can't remember where I got it from exactly but there was a guy saying that inside of him there was a battle there was one wolf on one side who you know was a a hungry who was you know looking to destroy him and then there was another wolf on the other side who was there to protect him and do all of these things and then kid asked so which wolf do you think is going to win the fight and the guy says whichever one that i feed your words feed your problem or your words feed the solutions to your problem your words give your struggles, strength, or they give power to you being able to do the right thing and succeed. And I hope today that you understand your words have power. Choose to speak life today, and Even when it hurts, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it seems pointless, choose to speak life, man. Your words have power. That's our SEO moment for today, man. Fellas, how y'all feeling after that? Man, look.
1: That was right on time. Your words that's have power. power. Yeah, that's real. Yes, power of the tongue, man. man. Appreciate it.
0: Appreciate it. Hey, that's something I got to tell myself every day. Because you'd be surprised how many teachers, even before we clock in, we're already complaining about the day. Like, we at the clock complaining, bro. We going into the class complaining. We at lunch complaining. We at specials on planning, complaining. We leaving the building complaining about a day that hasn't even come yet. I can't believe I gotta go back and do this tomorrow, man. I had this is one of those things I had to check me on because I was like, I that don't make sense. Like it can't be that bad. It can't be that bad. They wouldn't (laughs) pay me
2: that bad. Hey, man, but yo, fellas, y'all give us uh,
0: give us your shout outs, man, for for we move on any further.
2: Hey, I just
1: want to send a shout out to. uh... You know what i'm gonna send a shout out to all the postal workers man out here uh, real quick fact about me man when i was in college man i worked at fedex and i'm gonna be real this is the busiest craziest time to be a worker um because yeah. of the surplus of people shopping and uh well i used to leave work dog tired <laughs> so man hey shout out to all the postal workers uh all the you know mail clerks getting all these gifts together and you know, working overtime to make sure our families are blessed during these holidays.
0: Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Don, give us your shout-outs, man.
1: Uh, Shout-out to
5: all of the CCPS employees putting in work as we close out Term 2. It's been great. Just hoping everybody feels rejuvenated and be ready to put in work uh, for Term 3 and Term 4. Uh, Shout-out to my family. Uh, my wife is definitely holding it down as I uh, wrap up this uh, semester. Well, so thank you, Antoinette.
0: Much love. Yes, yeah, sir. Shout out to Big Bro, man. Big Bro, man. We hoping you're doing fantastic, my dude, man. You play this for bro. Tell me. Love him. We're so happy he's doing well, man.
2: Blessings. Thank you. Man, oh, give me some man. shout outs,
0: man.
3: I want to shout out. Um, I want to shout out all the auxiliary workers in our school, man. Everybody who's not a teacher or a paraprofessional. Shout out to all the custodians. Shout out to all the cafeteria workers. Shout out to all the bus drivers.
4: Mm.
3: I want to double up on the shout out for bus drivers. We don't realize they plight, they struggle, they grind. Bus drivers do a lot in 20, 30 minutes to get students safely to school and safely back home. So shout out to all of our auxiliary workers, man, as we close out semester one.
0: Hey, man, shout out to you guys. man. (laughs) It's me. You think school uh, doesn't run without teachers? Let, let a custodian or a cafeteria work or mess around and be off, boy. See how off everything is, bro. Shot Again, another round of applause for all of you the- uh-huh. guys. Thank you guys for what you do, man. Um, let me go ahead and give my shout-outs, man. I got a shout-out first performance, our boy Mackenzie Smith, man. Thank you for checking in again. It is always a pleasure having you on the show, sir. Thank you for taking your time to be out with us today. To all of our listeners, man, who have been rocking with us since episode one, thank you. Thank you. Thank you and there is no us without you we would have never thought in a million years but that we would be on episode 21 let alone there'd be a platform for black men to talk about anything that is not sports related dealing with rap guns or sex thank you guys for making us a platform in the lane to deliver this content to you so thank you very much um my wife and my son man i always gotta shout you guys out thank you for Let me uh, take a little time out of the day to do this here and there, man. Also, I want to take the time to shout out out. all of our front office workers and all of our secretaries, all of our bookkeepers, all of our attendant secretaries. Y'all ladies are the brain. Y'all gentlemen are the brain of the schools. Thank you for being the first line of defense and a lot of different things before it even gets to the classroom. So thank you guys for what you do. Definitely hope y'all have a great Holiday break. We love each and every one of you, man. Um, that's it. Uh, so for our ticket out the door, Mac, bless us. What's up, man? Give us a word before we get out of here.
3: Oh man, during this season, right here, man. Take time for yourself, your family. This is a great time of year to recharge the batteries, man. Remember that nobody can work any harder for anybody else than they're willing to work for themselves. So make sure. That you are putting in the work for you True. and then allow everything to flow from that work don't ask
2: anybody to work harder for you that you're willing to work for yourself True. all
0: right that's what it is bro. that is a message right there ladies and gentlemen it has been a pleasure another episode is in the books i'm going to think about techless tuesdays right now and get that working so, on behalf of the man Don on behalf of our boy Antoine Lewis, on behalf of our friend Mackenzie Smith, on behalf of our boy Najee El yeah, happy birthday, Najee, man!
2: Happy we the are birthday. the
0: two percent. We out. We out.